0: Psychologists from Purdue University and the University of Virginia analysed data from 1.7 million people in 164 countries and they cross-referenced the respondent earnings and life satisfaction score. Although the cost and standard of living varies across different countries, however, these researchers were able to come up with a bold conclusion, earning more money, will not add more happiness to you. In fact, it has been said that it will reduce the the amount of happiness. If you think having more money will make your current life better, this is like chasing after a unicorn. We think that it exists. In fact, it does not. Hi, everyone. Get ready to listen to Your Money, Your Life. This is a show that talks about money and life and how we can have a better relationship with money, become more confident with spending and managing our money and use it to plan and live the best life we want. I'm your host, Kevin Neal. I'm a CFP professional who have a strong passion in personal finance. In this year, 2020, 7th of October is the World Financial Planning Day. And in conjunction with this day, i am launching this show. This is where you can learn more about personal finance in a simpler, practical and comprehensive manner. I will cover areas on how to spend money, how to do budgeting, invest, protect, retirement, uh, education planning and also areas that are not money related but rather important and highly relevant to our daily life such as health and fitness, mental well-being, your relationship, work, career, and etc. The reason I created this show is that I realized many people are actually very keen to learn more about how to stay in control with their money. But you know, the messages we get from the internet about personal finance and money management is rather noisy and complicated as well. It seems to me that anyone can be known as a guru. Anyone can create a page and call themselves a professional financial advisor, only in the end that they try to push some product to you and make some commission to you or or sell you some course and make, make money from the courses they sell to you. That leads to many lessons that we hear from people we know. Some are huge lessons that are expensive to learn, while some are lessons that are still on the way. I think that if we are better at financial literacy, perhaps we can stay in control and avoid becoming the main characters in the next stories. Also, uh, there just seems to be some misperception when it comes to money. Number one, we may feel that we can only do what we want when we have got more money or enough money. Is that true? Another misperception is that we can only be happy when we have more money. If this is true, then I think it's safe to assume that those people who have a lot of zeros in their bank account, they will always be happy. But I don't think so. I think no, none of us can permanently be happy. right? So that means you cannot just be ha- become happier just because you have more money in your bank account. Now, Let us get straight into today's episode. This is the pilot episode, and I want to talk about the reason this show is called Your Money, Your Life. Have you ever thought about your relationship with money? What did money mean to you when you were growing up? Is it something that makes you happy? Something that makes you sad? Or is it something that makes you feel fearful? Or something that makes you feel secure? For some people... Money can also mean power. For some other people, money means freedom. Well, now it seems that money means different things to different people. And I guess we all agree to that point. Basically, I think there are two ways that we can look at money. The first one, money is something you need to live your life. In the second one, money is something you live your life for. The first role, money is not the main character, but your life takes the center stage. In the second way that you look about money, money is the main star of the show, and our life is not. Therefore, we live our life for more money. We chase after money. We are hungry to have more money. Just what money really is then? I think it is also fair to say money is just a tool. It is a tool that we use to exchange for what we want. But for people who adopt the second mindset earlier, it became an essential and integral part of their life and for them to have happiness. It became a tool that can help them accomplish what they want, have what they want, and to be who they want to be. This is known as the do, have, and be mindset. For example, Money allows you to buy an expensive dinner for your partner. And as a result of such gesture, you have a good moment with your partner and you feel happy because your partner just told you that, oh, you are the right one for me. In short, money in this relationship has enabled you to be a good partner in your relationship with your your human partner. You believe that without money, you will not be a good partner. When you look at money as a tool that enable you to be who you want to be, now, you actually give a lot of power to it. For instance, if you do not have sufficient money to buy that dealer that you think can make your partner happy, then you would, you would feel fearful, you will feel worried that because you cannot fulfill that condition, right? Because when you are unable to fulfill that condition, your partner may, may not think so highly of you. And you feel that because of that, the quality of your relationship is different and your approval rating will drop. Therefore, in this, in this situation, the fear, the, the feeling of not having enough will act as the push factor. You might work harder for to earn more money and this decision might actually come with a trade-off of having, having less time to spend with your partner, which in return, it will compromise the quality of the relationship. Although in your mind, you have been doing the right thing. What you have tried to do so far is to just to earn more money so that you can pamper your partner so that she can think good about you. However, you had to sacrifice spending time with your partner. Remember, your goal here is to improve the quality of your relationship. But in the pursuit of it, you actually end up sacrificing time with your partner, which indirectly leads to more compromise on you having a quality relationship. Isn't this exactly opposite of what you were actually looking for. Now, let us flip the paradigm from have, do, be, to be, do, and have. In this mindset, how we view our relationship with money is entirely different. We first determine who we want to be, and we know we can be this person without concern if we have enough money or not. We know we are enough. Let us revisit the same example. If I want to be a caring partner, I would just have to do things that make my partner feel I'm really sensitive towards her need, and I care for her, I respected her. It can be as simple as noticing that she's wearing a new earring. Just by being more observant does not require me to have more money in my bank, but it still allows me to be that loving and caring partner for my better half. This, in turn, may brighten up her day, And the outcome is that she knows I really care for her and we will have a good quality relationship at the end of the day. It's the same outcome, just a different paradigm and a very totally different process. In this paradigm, money does not hold the remote control to what I'm going to do. It is not the main factor. With or without money, I am going to do what I want to do because this is who I am. The outcome for this scenario is driven by me first understand who I want to be, not what I can buy. And as a result of this shift in paradigm, I don't have to worry about not having enough money to buy the expensive romantic dinner. And with this feeling of not having enough, being absent now, I can focus on being a good partner for my spouse. This is what be, do, have relationship with money is all about. Money no longer just have the power of enabling us to be who we want to be. We can be who we want to be regardless of how much money we have. In our life, the have-to-be mindset is pretty common. Think about it. Did you recently tell yourself, when I have this, I can do that and so that I will be that? Example, just fill in the blank for you. If I have this new phone, I can take a better photo, and when I take a better photo, I will get more likes on social media from my friends, and I'll be happier. But if you think about this logic, do we really need to have a newer phone and a better resolution photo for us to be happy? Your friend click like on your social media, not because the photo has a better resolution, because you are in the picture, so it has nothing to do with what you have, for you to Feel what you want to feel and be who you want to be. It starts from understanding who you are as a person first. Now, you may be thinking, am I suggesting that you don't need money or that money is not important? Of course not. We need money to pay for what we need in life. In fact, I need money to pay for hosting for this podcast, even for the microphone and software. It all requires money. The truth is, we need money to live our life. but We don't need to have that much of money we think we need, so that we can start to live the life and be happy. To be happy, you just need to live your life in your own way. Your own way means it fits with your values, it fits with your principle. But if we start to compare our life to that of others, if you put on what the society expects on you and try to live your life that way, then... In essence, you are not really living your own life. You are living the life of others using your own body. To avoid falling into the trap of chasing after money instead of focusing on how to live our own best life, I would say we got to adopt the be, do, have mindset. For instance, if my value is family, family is very important to me. Then I would design my life, my daily activity to be around my family more and spend more time with my family instead of doing other things. Then I will probably be also thinking about what I can do to protect my family. And by virtue of doing all that, I will have a happier family who feels safer, who have spent a lot of quality time together, and we are close to each other as a result. And that's a very good relationship we have in the family. You do not have to wait until I you have more money when you can buy a bigger house, only can become a better husband, a better father, a better son, and etc. As you let your values drive what you do in your life, getting what you really treasure is just a matter of byproduct. It will just come along the way. Instead of focus on chasing after more money, maybe it makes sense it makes more sense if we just focus on our values and once we are clear of what our values are we can work out on how much money is enough for us to call it a good life this avoid getting this avoid us getting into a never ending treadmill made of money where we have to continuously be running compare with, with other and whatnot by the way how many of us is really aware of how much is enough for us to have the kind of life we want to have. I would say very few. In fact, most people might not know what kind of life they want. This is because they have not started to think about their life from the lens of what is important to them. They just merely follow what other people are doing, living a life based on expectations of others, Is there what we really want for ourselves? I mean, we deserve to live a life that is truly and really ours based on our own terms. So that when we are are old, when we have to say goodbye to the world, we know we have not wasted our time on this world. By first clarifying what kind of person you want to be, this clarity will help to remove the fear, the feeling of not enough, disappointment. This will be removed from our life. That will enable us to plan and design our day-to-day lifestyle so that it it is aligned with our values. And as a result of that, we will feel more empowered, more fulfilled, and we will feel that we are enough. This is actually a vicious cycle that can go both ways. When you feel you are not enough, what you do is you will feel less empowered. And the more you feel less empowered, the more you will feel that you are not enough and you are not worthy to be who you are, and the vice versa is true. That is why simply having more money in our bank will not bring us real happiness. Even if it does, that happiness will be short-term, and it will not be easy for us to sustain the happiness for the long term. Moreover, if you think having more money will make your current life better, this is like chasing after an unicorn. We think that it exists. In fact, it does not. In fact, psychologists from Purdue University and the University of Virginia analysed data from 1.7 million people in 164 countries, and they cross-referenced the respondent earnings and life satisfaction score. Although the cost and standard of living varies across different countries, however, these researchers were able to come up with a bold conclusion. The ideal income for individuals is ninety five thousand dollar a year for life satisfaction, and sixty thousand to seventy five thousand dollar a year for emotional well being. When we translate it to our local currency, it means about four hundred thousand a year, and two hundred fifty two thousand to three hundred fifteen thousand for emotional well being. Of course, if you have families with children, the threshold will be higher. What it means is that. When you have crossed this amount, earning more money will not add more happiness to you. In fact, it has been said that it will reduce the the amount of happiness. If we feel we don't have enough money, we will not, not be able to feel content with our life. When we feel content and enough, it will be easier for us to locate true happiness. I define true happiness as happiness that is not relying on materialistic lifestyle, and it's not derived from winning the battle of who has the most latest gadget. One of the cool benefits of clarifying our personal values and letting it lead our relationship with money is that it allows us to decide who we want to be and who is in charge in our relationship with money. If you are unsure about what kind of person you are, you are rather susceptible to fall into the trap of comparing what you have what others have. That is why it is crucial for us to know who we are. Otherwise, you don't really hold the control of your own life. Other people will have your remote control. I guess we will talk more about how to clarify your values and use that knowledge to design a life that is truly yours in the future episode. This also brings to the point, what should you expect from this show moving forward? Well, I will arrange contents that are related to money and life. My aim here is to simplify the complex jargon related to personal finance and through that help you to gain more practical insight and understanding on different areas of personal finance. It can cover things such as budgeting, spending, loans and debts, insurance, investment, retirement, will and trust, education planning, And more importantly, I will also want to cover things that are important to us in life, but you cannot buy with money, such as your health, your fitness, your mental well-being, relationship, work, career, and etc. Should there be any topics that you are keen for me to cover more, you are welcome to send in your request as well. Oh yeah, have I not mentioned that if you have any question related to personal finance, you can also send in your question And I will respond to you on air as well. My objective here is to provide you with a platform that is independent, neutral, and you know that it is safe for you to trust. Apart from this podcast, I also have created a community on Facebook. This is actually a private group for people who share the same common interest, uh, being you want to transform your relationship with money in this group. We will share ideas on how to improve our spending and savings, what we can do to continuously improve our financial situation, and etc. I think when we have a community of people who are practicing the same principle, uh, who are going after the same common goal, that will give us motivation to help each other to prosper and stay firm in trying time. I will put the link to this group in the show notes below. You can click and see for yourself if it makes sense for you to be part of this community. Lastly, if you like what you have listened so far, maybe you can also share with your friends who who you think may benefit from listening to this. If you want to receive updates on new episodes when they are made available in the future, it is simple. What you need to do is just to click subscribe here and click the bell and you will be notified. I'm glad I finally decided to roll this out and no longer putting it off. I have got one item crossed off my life bucket list right now. Take care, everyone. See you soon.